Liberty and beyond. What's been happening? Feeling good, man. Had a good week. Saw the Harlem Globetrotters. How were they? Good. You're surprised to know they beat the uh, Washington Generals by one point with a second to go, and I don't believe it was scripted at all. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure it wasn't. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. Unreal. Yeah? I've decided to start following Perth Wildcats. Can't sign up, get into it. They're good. Yeah. I was a member for a long time. I'm going to start watching this. Yeah, do atmosphere. Do it. It'll be good. Picked up some um, talent this year already, which is good. Yeah, well, it's a foreign sport to me. But... No, nah, get around. It'll be good. We're coming. We're recording this while we're watching the footy, which is a funny thing for us to be doing, actually. Yeah, shift work hasn't helped with recording this week. <laughs> yeah. Apologies. Yeah. It's two weeks in a row, I think we've come to you with a game on last week. It was Brizzy, wasn't it? No. The Almost. week before, though, yeah, the week yeah. before, and it was another Melbourne game, actually. That's the atmosphere in the theatre. Well, that's right. Jump out of a seat. I, I don't. I really don't mind watching um, Melbourne and Geelong play. Do you have our tips on this game from last week? I do. Yeah. Who did we have? Uh, both of us. What's Cats. that? Fifteen. What are we? Sixteen, yep, isn't it? Just gone. So this is up to seventeen. But yeah, both of us went the Cats. I think you did. Yeah, where are the cats? <coughs> yeah, let's go round 16. Here's what it is. Round 16, though. Let's have a look. Yeah, first up, Brisbane defeated the Dogs by 44 at the Gabba. Yeah, we sort of thought that this would happen, didn't we? Yeah, well, Dogs are in a bit of a hoodoo at the moment. They really can't step up against their challengers. Like yeah. They're, they're really being beaten. They're, they're, well, they they're look like a, a mediocre side at the moment. Yeah, they're not threatening. And it's a really weird thing to say because they were obviously grand finalists and to come out this year, I don't know, it's bizarre. It's bizarre. And and it sounds, well, we know that the internals of clubs, they want everything hidden. We know that. But Bevo come out this week and said, no, 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 there's no alarm bells and blah, blah. I think there should be. They really got off on the wrong foot to the start of the year now when you think about it with Bevo... I'm not upset with him going with off Morris. at Morris, but just their whole years just seem to have some dark cloud hanging over them because they've had their wins, surely, but yeah, I know we've They're mad Collingwood. This. Yeah, well, Collingwood, Collingwood's an exception to the rule because mm. they were third on the bottom. Sorry, they finished third off the bottom of the ladder last year. Now they're saying they're a premiership threat. I'd love that to have been my team. Could be. You know, coaching award of the year. Could be. That's who goes surprise. So your boy Norton kicked his two. Yep. He's. Uh, do you know? I've t- since you've. Um, you didn't enlighten me. I, I knew he was a good player, but since you really highlighted to me how much you liked him, I've actually watched him. And I tell you what, that guy overhead and in the pack, the way he crushes him is insane. Oh, yeah. It's crazy to watch uh, because you just. You get the feeling that the ball is his. Yeah, natural ability every overhead. 
Yeah. Like, he just won't lose it at all. But yeah, he's... And I'm really impressed with Libra as well. He's an exception as well. Libertoro. Yeah. You know, Come back. boy. Yeah, got his head screwed on right, and he's playing some good footy, actually. But yeah, but he, other, than, other than that, the stats I saw for the dogs, you know... <clears throat> They had a massive handball game. If you see those stats, they had 147 handballs to mm-hmm. 101 Brisbane. You know, that'll be something they need to think about because they still didn't win, you know, disposal efficiency there either. Yeah, well, because not many teams like run that handball game. It's sort of going by the way. So, but I tell you what, when teams do it, Fremantle do it a lot. The doggies, they sometimes do it. Oh, there you go. Tom Hawk scored another... Got another one to his name. Nine <laughs> yeah, goals, 13 is no good. When though. we get to North, I'll talk about him. But, you know, Charlie Cameron for, you know. What did he kick this week? Four? He kicked four, but, you know, yeah. he also kicked two goals in the third quarter, which, you know, in particular really revved him up. Mm. And also, um, what's, your, what's your opinion on the Hipwood umpire push? He got off, obviously. He didn't get suspended, which I'm happy about. That's but, where I stand. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I wouldn't have been happy if he got weeks. But I could have, I could have quite easily understood why he got weeks. You saw the other vision of the other angle, sort of behind yeah, of, the goals. Yeah, of and the, the player literally of the crosses player his coming path. in. Yeah, I think my problem, I only had one problem with the tribunal outcome was that uh, Hipwood said he never saw the umpire, but he saw the Bulldogs player. Still a push, well, isn't it? Oh, sort of a... right there, but yeah, no, I agree. But I, I would have been disappointed off that had they have given him, well, this, I suppose they say a week, two yep. weeks or whatever. But I, th- I think the fine was substantial enough. You know, um, pretty unlucky too for the Lions there. Five minutes to go, Zorko's done his hamstring. Yeah, that's a bit of a bummer Rich for them. Rich as well sort of done something as well there. Um, yeah, what's Rich? A foot. Oh, it was a ham. I thought he's. It it probably could have been a hamstring. I can't remember, but I know that he has done ankles and feet before. Yeah, he absolutely blitzed them come half time. You know, 6 9 Brisbane to 5 7 doggies at half time. Yeah. It was a great game to watch. That's a six goal third term. Yeah, man. To two. Yeah. Yeah. They absolutely just put on a blitz, put on an absolute clinic. Um, it was good to, it's good to see Danaher still kicking goals, though. Like, honestly. Because I, 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 I really like him. You do? Yeah, I really like him. He gets by on his family name. Not on his... Do you think? I think he's created his own... I think he's created his own name now. Two he goals, gets his two... Three, yeah, he gets two his goals, two goals. Three. He gets his three goals, blah, blah, blah. I'm, no, I'm not saying he's a superstar, but I'm saying he does what? Brisbane need him to do. This guy is oh, he's a terrible guy, actually. He's got 54.3% accuracy in front of goal. Yeah. It's just on average. It's not what you want from a key forward. You know, he's 28 years old as well. He's getting into that prime of his career where he should be elite. Now, what happened to people like Favola who, you know... What a gun. You know, he kicks over 700 goals, retires at 29. You know, had he stayed, he would have kicked 1,000. But that guy, you know, that's what I'm... I'm sorry to go on about that, but I just mean that guy on the 50, on the boundary, on the square. You had confidence in him. Yeah, he'd just go back and kick it straight through. I went over this last week with the Dunstalls and the Lockets and all that. I think that's gone now, though. I know, but they need to bring it back. Like, I'm going to get into the game 
obviously next Brisbane up ah, Carlton and your boy McKay doing that snap, yeah, bullshit instead of the punt. But that's when I'm, you know, Fords are hopeless at the moment. Yeah, like a common medalist not even kicking a hundred goals in a year is too common, but also very sad because we're still getting games over a hundred points here. Yeah, there's something sharing wrong. the goals around. Oh, that is courteous. Lockie Neal. Lockie Neal. Yeah, he got over his thirty posies. Yeah. Probably best on ground, I'd say. Oh, he always Again. rates. He always rates. He'll get three, I think. He's always a threat at the end of the year. Umpires like him. He's a nice guy. Ah, uh, yeah, he'll get his three. Oh, that hurt. Let's move on to your game anyway. St. Kilda defeat the Blues by 15 at Marvel. I t- I, look, I Where'd said... Where did we go on this? Who had what? So, we both went Carlton. But mm, I, I, fair enough. I said that I was very dubious, and I still am. I got absolutely lashed by Carlton supporters this week on a few of my forums because what I did said, you say? "Well, I did the ladder predictor and I posted a photo, and it said that Carlton finished eighth, mm. and that was with a f- couple of things going our way." So, um, Who and they that? absolutely lashed me. Fox Woody, Sandy. Who? No, I did it. I you did, did the, your own ladder. I predictor. did my own ladder predictor oh, using gosh. the AFL. They don't like independence, and they. Uh, Carlton came up finishing eighth, and they absolutely tore me to shreds over it. Gosh. Lucky he didn't sit to the club. Gee, the CEO of North got an email from a fan. Oh, oh yeah. Well, that's, I think that's going to that happen. News. That's going to happen more. Ugh. Um, but, yeah, no, nah, that's really great for in terms of St Kilda, though. You know, they've had three significant losses over the past week that have really... Made us like I said last week. I'm not buying stock in them, but you know they've lost to Sydney by I think 51, Essen by 35, Brisbane by 21, and then they had the win to the Roos by over 50 just yeah. before that, and then they've got up over you guys. And beat us. So that's good for their morale. So you know what I'm. So I'm. I'm really disappointed about the loss. Obviously, however, what I am not disappointed in is the fact that we had 28 scoring shots. Yeah. So what we essentially did is kick ourselves out of it. Particularly in the third term, you guys had one goal six to them three goals one. Yeah. We, we literally and quite genuinely kicked ourselves out of the game. And You, know, you cannot win a game of football kicking 10-18. And obviously, what's your thoughts on McKay? You, you Coleman favourite running up this year? Well, he's, well, he's well, making news, whether it's for playing for freeze, but also... For this week, it's for his form in front of goal, and particularly, like I said, the form of kicking he's doing. But he's, I mean, he's kicked 2 1, and I think he kicked one a place that didn't quite go out on the full, but obviously kicked the belly of the ball um, around that corner. So I don't necessarily like that either. I don't necessarily like the around the corner kick um, when you're, you know, on a 30 degree angle or blah, blah, blah. But what I'd do like is that these players are probably better at that than what they are as at a drop punt. Now, these players can make that decision. I'd hate to see us training kids. I wouldn't like to see my son doing that at Auskick level. Yeah. It, would, it would piss me off. It's, you know, the significance of the moments as well when you're not kicking straight, though. So you've had a competitive game the whole time until that second half. Yeah. It's particularly that final quarter because... You know, St Kilda have gone 10-7 to 14-9 to finish with. So, mm. you know, and they finished the half 
with seven goal six. Yeah. So they've piled on seven goals. Yeah. Whereas you guys in the final term, you went finished the third with seven goals and thirteen points, and finished the fourth with ten goals, eighteen. Yep. That's five points. Yeah. In the final term. Yep. But that's. Oh my gosh, that's eight scoring shots. Yeah. Kicked ourselves out of it. Yeah, Honestly, you can't. You, you, there's no other way to say that, and that was crucial for us to win. It was, but mind you, it was probably more crucial for the Saints to win. Gosh, that felt like for themselves. I struggled to get that off my lips before. <laughs> yeah, but um, you guys were leading in the sixth minute of the fourth quarter. Yeah, you know, and that's why those kicks are so significant. Correct. But I you agree. were playing an unmanned side. You did have some players out, but like I said, that we got lots out. But we got. Lots back in this week. Cripsy was always great. a star. Yeah, watch again. Um, Jack Sinclair. Oh, 37. That's a career best for him. Dude, he went at 90%. You know what, though? 90% efficiency. Do you know what's the significance as well, what I like about him? 37 as a defender, and he's playing on your forwards. Yeah, you know, run, those, running, you know, yeah running off halfback. Yeah, you know, he's done really well. He, play, he plays well it, up the ground Maybe too. stirring your boys up to not kick straight well. Maybe. Got a good sledge on him. Yep. Membry got four goals, though, I going for the Saints. And yep. Max King, finally, 3-1. A lot better on his, you know, goal kicking. Yeah, well, Much yeah. Much the, the Yeah. The problem is, is that Max King can have seven shots. Four of them can go through the goals. <laughs> you know, one can go through the points and two can go out of bounds on the full. When he learns to kick that ball straight, the league's in strife. Oh, yeah. I know. But it's just finally good for him as well because he really has a hoodoo in front of goal. Um, Padre Wright as well on the ruck. Two goals, one. He was superb. Good he leader. Dominated. Good leader of that club. Yeah. He was great really leader. great to watch. Um, I know you probably think I love to shit stir you with this. And I do, because this is the only time I noted the free kicks. <laughs> but it was a significant one to record. And you do, you are coming second on the overall ladder for yeah, yeah. the differential for this round as well. But again, this is the biggest margin between free kicks as well. St Kilda got nine to the Blues, 21. Come on, you've got to use your opportunities. When the umpire, 12. when you get in the rub of the green, you've got to use them. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. You're not going to get an argument out of me. But, um... Yeah, I've got a joke for you about St Kilda. Go. Why can't you swim at St Kilda Beach? <laughs> I don't know. They only have one flag. Oh, that's <laughs> fucking terrible. <laughs> oh, come on, I love it. Oh, more than Frio. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. Essendon, Sydney. This was yeah, great. Nine points. This was fantastic. Yeah, Don's a one by nine, and they've played him at the G. This was really yeah, this yeah it was really really fantastic to watch one because uh, I don't know I must be the only Carlton supporter that actually has a soft spot for Essendon but two um, we really needed Essendon to beat Sydney as a Carlton supporter <laughs> so that was yeah, also good as well put them in a predicament now where will they finish on the ladder now I don't think that's the predicament I I don't think they give a shit where they well they obviously want to finish well, they're gonna be high well, eh? but. I think the predicament is, does Ben Rutten stay? I'm thinking, sorry, I'm talking about Swans. Oh, the Swans? Oh, the sorry. Was, yep, okay. Well, no, they'll, well they'll, fi they'll finish in the eight. You've already been reading thought. so much in the news that, by all accounts, some people are suggesting that Alistair Clarkson's preferred club. Because if Would McVeigh be stays, yeah, if McVeigh stays at GWS, which he may do, you know, he, I've read this week, could be Essendon. And that's a too good offer. 
I'd I'd love to see um but Rutten's now, you know, he's had a few good wins. But Sydney, Sydney aren't that electric again. Like, they're the team I'm not buying stock in. Sydney? Yeah, they're a brand name, but again. They're up, down, up, down, up, down. Yeah. Carlton beat them, Essendon have beat them. Even Roos have they played? Been... Have they played Collingwood? No. Can you remember? Could they probably should, look yeah, because we're, but... we're going around in playing people twice now. Mm. But even Roos, when they played them in, oh, goodness, early rounds... They were on par with them up until third quarter, and then they got blitzed in the final term by 50. Yeah. You wouldn't have known it, though. So, yeah, there's something wrong at Sydney this year. But, you know, what I liked about this game was the animosity going on because, obviously, round nine, Sydney beat um, Essendon by 58 points at the SCG. Parker's got in Shields' face, giving him the old taunt of, you're scared. This game's come up. It's Parker's 250th. And let all comers too. And Essendon got the desserts. Yeah. And they shook hands at the end. But if you've seen the photo I saw, <coughs> Shield's got a little smug look on his face, like, yep. Oh, wouldn't you? <laughs> I would. Oh, yeah. I was like, I would. I'd I'd I want to shake his hand mate, just to get I'd, eye contact and say, fucking no. in. I'd want to give it to him. <laughs> but I like Parker. Parker again, most possessions as well. Yeah. He led all comers with 26. Yeah. But I mean, Nick Hind running off the back line with 25. Excellent. Uh, Dyson Heffel running off the back line with 25. You know, and Nick Hind and Dyson Heffel both kicked the goal. So let's not, you know, discount that either. Yep. Warner. Three goals. You know, Warner with his 3-1. He's a midfielder 25 as well. disposals. You know, Merritt, D'Ambrosio. Wait, Nab Rising Got the Star Rising Award. Star this week. You know, I saw a stat as well this week. Um, most Nab Rising Star Awards. For which team since 2021 yeah. and Essendon have six. Yeah, Essendon lead that, yeah. Uh, there was someone else on par with them, though, I'm pretty sure. But it is reflective of wins. But they do have talent. Well, oh, yeah. Well, I sort of... Yes, they've got talent, and but somebody always has to be nominated for these awards. Yeah. So it's a it's a hard one because all of these people... I mean, D'Ambrosio came into the league, what, th- three weeks ago? <laughs> Yeah, well, he looks young, spring chicken. Oh, yeah, well, I think he's only about 19 or something. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, look, they did it well. And Zach Mayer as well. You've got to give him credit as well. Absolutely just, electric. Essendon just played like a, a, a really high disposal game, though. I mean, they had 82 more disposals than Sydney. And they... That's and a lot more disposal. Yeah, when you talk when you about... nine points. Yeah, when you talk about... You know, and it's so of those 82, 66 of those were handball. So, I mean, you and I, and basically everyone, we talk about that handball game's gone, you know, but they won contested possession, uncontested possession, and they, well, they fucking turned the ball over, you know, 10 times more as well. But obviously, we're good enough to win it back and run the other way. You know, they didn't even have most of the time in front either. You know, they were down by 26 points in the second quarter. Yep. You know, Sydney spent 76 minutes in front. Don's only 37. So they've really fought hard in that game to get those mm. points. But again, great win, but it's not enough to save a confidence in Essendon fans. So, yeah. No, Watch no, that space no for way. Clarkson and, yeah, whether Rutten stays, don't know. But he's certainly got a smile on his face because he needs these wins. Oh, he does, yeah. But, uh, yeah. I think he might get a couple more. External review, I'd reckon he'd be in trouble. Adelaide, Melbourne. Yeah, so Melbourne's defeated the Crows by 29 at Adelaide Oval. <clears throat> yeah, well, we picked that. 
Yeah, no. May playing Oliver, Langdon, Petraco. All stars for Melbourne on the day. Yep. Laird doing it all himself again. Keys helps out. Dawson helps out. Yeah. Same it's the same names Both for Adelaide. Solid same time. names for Adelaide every week. Yep. Um, and I know we we say that Petraca and Oliver and Gorn and Langdon for Melbourne, but it, like they've all got help too. Yeah. Well, Whereas Adelaide don't really have any help. Well, just to give credit there, like Oliver's had thirty six disposals and Tracker's had thirty three, plus three first half goals. Yep. Outstanding, yep. and they're still playing without Gorn. Yep. But yep. If, you know. Unfortunately, though, if you did look at the stats this week, they clearly didn't win the hitouts. Adelaide, 57 to Melbourne, 13. The ruck stocks are in trouble, actually. At the Ds? Well, everywhere. All these rucks are just going down. Yeah, We're using but... second-hand rucks. I see the Roos have lost their rucks, so we'll, we'll get to that one. Um, but also, I think know, this is stocks down a game, though. This you week. know, going over this, though... Um, Last week, I was talking about the five-year contract. Well, Oliver signed for seven. Yeah. I like it. But it yeah. It, well, Melbourne's got their stars all staying, don't they? He wasn't going anywhere anyway. But I don't... Yeah. I get it. Sign get him for it. seven, keep him there forever. I get it. I get it. Um, but, and also, again, going over the uh, disposals, Oliver's leading, clearly, the overall... Charts. Yeah. All the... Oh, yeah. Yeah, like he's clearly in front. I think McRae's behind him from the dogs. Yeah, that would make sense. But other than that, yeah. Every right up there. He's just, you know, winning the coaches' awards every week. Yeah. But, you know, Adelaide's were electric, like I said. They also got within five points in the last quarter. Mm. So. Yeah, they're there to win. That's a low-ranking Let's team be real. as well. They're there to win. What are they, 14th? <laughs> yeah, but they're definitely but they're there, but they are there to win. team. Yeah. Suns Collingwood. Well, hang on. Hang on. That's, you've skipped a game here. No, I haven't. It goes Cats versus Roos. No, it does not. It certainly does. You AFL, that's Read the wrong way weep. around to mine. All right, let's go Cats versus Roos. Oh, no, well, 6-1-1 doesn't. I was only staring, but... <laughs> That, honestly, look at my phone. Same app. Well, there you go. Yeah, that's tricky, Ricky stuff there. Tricky, Ricky. So, what do you want to do? Well, let's go your mob. Let's go your mob. All right. Well, there's not much good to say on my mob, but still plenty to say, isn't there? Well, like you said, in terms of rucks, yeah, Zeri's got that shoulder surgery, so he's pretty much out for the season. Yep. So, certainly not good for North. They're still at Goldie, though, till the end of the year. So he'll be happy to finish out there, I reckon, before he probably goes to Geelong or somewhere like that next year. He had his opportunity to go to Geelong. But, yeah, um, disgusting footy pretty much. I watched some of it. I had to turn it off and then once you saw what was happening. Um, North had a great first term, 3-5 to 3-1. Cats were still in front there with the points, but then it was horrible to watch after that. Um, it was a 13 goal to one goal second half yeah and um talking about hawkins earlier he score alone beat north he scored six goals three 39 points and north scored five goal two 32 yeah i did i read that single-handedly i read that after it's a bit sad 
Walking it is, Park it's, for Geelong. It's getting a bit sad now watching North. It really is. Uh, Even the AFL's, the AFL come out this week and give them a bit of a well. They were said to give them a bit of a whack and say something's got to be fucking done here. Well, they've also though in saying that, like the AFL's pissed because McLaughlin's wanting out and now he's having to support North Melbourne because of the way they've mismanaged their product or mm, their mm. business. But they have, since McLaughlin's been there, they have intervened and a lot of these clubs have intervened with have been successful in 2013, they've intervened with Melbourne. 2014, they've intervened with Brisbane. And 2018, they intervened with the Suns. Mm. So interventions equal good, but obviously they hate the fact that it's not their business to be doing this sort of care package. Yeah, they don't like the fact that they have to do that. And also, North shot themselves in the foot. How so? You know, chopping off those players, like I said. Instead of letting things... They tried to do something new, I think. Yeah. And it's really backfired. Like, people are literally saying North Melbourne are even worse than Fitzroy. Like, it's not even comparable. This team is worse than Fitzroy at their worst. Um... Gosh, is it I, not comparable? I think it's comparable. Well, how's this for a stat? I think you could compare them, but it's, uh, I, there wouldn't be much between them. So I? these are streaks for VFL, AFL games lost by more than 47-plus points. Mm-hmm. So for one game in a row, 2,507 teams. Two in a row, 422. Three in a row, 102 teams. Four in a row, 31. Five losses in a row, 13 teams. Six in a row, St Kilda and GWS. In, yeah, early years. Uh, seven in a row was Fitzroy West Coast this year and GWS in 2013. Eight in a row, none. Nine, none. Ten, none. Eleven in a row, North Melbourne this year. What a stat. That never happened to Fitzroy. No. Wow. That is, that's an amazing stat for North Melbourne to have. I know we've gone through with, with North, but um, it's it really is getting harder and harder to watch North. Um, well, and they're not, they're not going to be there forever, and we all know that they're not going to be there forever. And you know, and they might get the number one draft pick this year, and um, well, they, more, clearly, they more than likely will. But they clearly are um, really not happy with Jason Horn. He's been dropped for this week. Yeah, he's playing the VFL. Yeah, I don't so agree that's, with that. That's, that's going to be interesting. Although he's the only one who played with Shinbone Spirit, but that's not one way to. Uh... They've gone away from that, though. Have you heard about this? No. So they've gone away from um, the word shin boner in their value, oh, like in their values and things like that. So they've gone away from shin boner and they've gone away from something else as well. Um, no, nah, it escapes me now. I can't remember. Ah. But they no longer want to use that, the word shin boner. This is why... They, they want to promote all this other stuff, courage and the, all this other this stuff. This is why I wouldn't go for... Um, North if they did say let's go to Tasmanian because I don't go for the kangaroos as much as I go for North Melbourne or the shin boner. Like that's the stuff. Yeah. That you I'm like the gritty to. grind. Yeah, but that's what I'm indebted to. That's the value of the club. Yeah. The North Melbourne and those like, well, that's their nickname, isn't it? Shin boners. But the baggers. You can't have that once they go to Tassie. Can you not? Even if you call them the kangaroos, there's nothing there. It's completely new. Like you, that's why people are upset if you lose it. But anyway, that's not going to happen. No, it's not. It's a story that won't go away. I wish Eddie it's been and Caroline around for Wilson years. would shut up in it's particular. It's been around it. for years, dude. It's ne- it's never going anywhere. But yeah. uh, well, no, hang on. I shouldn't say never because it will go somewhere. 
when you guys come back up. And and let's be honest, you're not going to be down the bottom forever. Hmm. That's there is going to be turnaround. There always is. Well, you know, so, Alistair Clarkson's still going to go into talks with Roos, but he clearly wants to talk to a team that's going to go up for a premiership, premiership sooner than later. But, you know, he did speak earlier this year, I think, in May, and he lauded the Kangaroos list and whatnot. He thinks there's potential there, but, yeah, I don't know. Roos need some good fortune, but um, where it's going to come from, I don't know. Walsh, Jeff Walsh, who's reviewing the club, sat in the box on the weekend. Two more weeks. Yeah, oh, you know, we all pretty much accept that um, Noble's gone. I don't think you'll see the year out. I think Darren Crocker will probably take over. But, um, yeah, like you saw... Which I don't think will be any better. Ah, oh, I know, but who do you put in the chair? Well, you've got to put an assistant in, and Crocker's probably in line. But I don't think he'll be any better than Noble. So, yeah, um, that's the biggest loss for the Roos this year. I think they went down to Brisbane by 100 earlier, but yeah, that's the biggest loss, the 112. So that you know, I really thought by this year, by the, towards the end of the year, they finally would have maybe found their feet and started like getting those upsets. Year. And you know, seeing St Kilda and Essendon get those upsets, I was excited, thinking ah, this might be a great upset round. And of course, it was my team that you know stuck to tradition and got rolled. Of course. Um, but yeah, that rolling has now put Geelong second on the ladder. Mate, they're about to be first because they're. Going to shit this in as well against Melbourne. Good on Hawkins from the boundary as we speak. Um, and Mitch Duncan played his 250 last week. And see Volcano again, the comments about the Roos standing there to uh, clap him off. Uh, yeah, he's got a short memory, doesn't he? Because yeah. I'm pretty sure he did the same thing while he was playing footy. At the for... 2007 Grand Final? Yeah. Um, the guy's a twit, but he's, he's controversial. He's good for footy. Yeah. He's good for footy. He is. Did you see um, Dangerfield's goal at the first bounce? Tonight? No, against the Roos. Oh, no, I didn't. Oh, they no. literally popped it up, did a little bounce going towards the wing, and he's just come from behind his ruck and gathered up, and within 13 seconds just booted Actually, it. Actually, yes, I did through. see that. Yeah, great goal. Yeah, electric. Like, and that's the way he came back into the game. Yes, yeah, Classic danger field. Yeah. And yeah, I've got that to throw... three-week block was good. I've got to throw a bit of praise out to um, LDU. He again... Every you know, week. 36 touches, 64... Percent efficiency actually led the disposals in a losing side, mate. But um, you know that's the that's who you got to keep. You're still young, and Hall again done his quad within the first oh, two minutes of I the know. game. I know you got to feel for that kid, eh? Yeah. Oh well, better luck next year, North. But you make it for good news. But again, very repetitive. Look, actually, I say repetitive. It's repetitive talking bad news. But I think I don't know how they're doing it, but. The vultures feed on the prey, and North Melbourne have literally like just, just opened it. themselves up. Yeah. Their cracks are just horrible. They are. And uh, oh goodness, it's hard being a fan. And we've yeah. got the pies oh, this week, mate. I've been there. I've done it. Trust me. And they're hot pies. All right. So now, now to segue actually off that, now let's go as you were going to the pies who defeated the Suns by five points at Metricon. Good game. Good game, Very good game. I good feel game sorry for the Suns. I really thought, I really thought they were going to get that one. I said a couple of weeks back that they need to get the signature of Rankin, and they need to get it now. And Essendon, they, they most definitely need to get his signature right now. Well, I can tell you, as you say that, that he's apparently going to knock back big dollars from Essendon and re-sign with the Sun, according to Tom McClure. 
Well, I hope that, that was on that was on the old Facebook tonight. I hope that McClure is right because Facebook's never wrong. Rank? Oh, okay, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> no worries, Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Fake news. Yeah. Um, they they need him. They need him to stay. Yeah, well, he's kicked four goals, but he's also, in particular, kicked two of those four goals in the final term. Mm. You know, they've only lost by five points. They're important goals. They're a much better... Collingwood are a much better side than the Suns as well. Oh, yeah. In my opinion. And especially they, right now. playing them at the Suns... in Sorry, at the Suns' territory in Queensland. Yeah. They weren't in their comfy spot. But I feel for the Suns because, you know, this is two weeks in a row now. They've just lost under a goal. Last week, they've lost by two points to Port. Now they've gone by five points to the Pies. Yeah. Um, man, the Dacos brothers, phenomenal. Oh, yeah. You know, Josh got 19 touches plus three goals, but Nick had the match high, 37. Yeah. That guy's won the NAB Rising Star. He's, oh, I love watching Collingwood just for him. I'm talking with my hands up in the air on a <laughs> podcast. Only Brody can see this, but... Oh, I'm so jealous of the Pies, but I just love watching that guy play. I can't believe how good he is, how young he is. And, yeah, like, it's going to be so good to watch him play through his time. I'm going to be an old man by the time he retires. Yeah. but You'll be hearing his name yeah. for that long, I'd say. I can't wait to see how much accolades that kid wins, though. Um, but, yeah, Ginevan as well. Or Ginevan, sorry. Yep. Got his three goals. Um, you saw the footage I sent you of him at training this nah, week. No, save that. Uh, save it. All right, all right. Well, what I can talk about is what he did in the game, though. Yes. So in the final three minutes of the game, and Stewie Jew's not happy about this. I don't know if you've seen the footage. I haven't. Um, oh, Miller, we can let you all know now that <laughs> Geelong pumped. Well, Tuck Miller's running in for the ball on the wing. And um, it's a comp- competitive ball here, but Ginevan's literally gone for, to me, it's a pretty aggressive sliding with the knees, and Miller's decided to jump and leave it because he was going to get his knees taken out massively. Yeah. And it should have been a clear free for taking the legs out, but it was play on. And um, obviously, you know what happened on the scoreboard. <laughs> this guy's the guy who plays for freeze, and that was a significant free at a significant time in the game. And... Um, yeah, umpires just don't see it. I'm thinking, my my frustration with this is that if they're so fair to give him a freeze, he's got to be called out on the subtleties of his own actions, particularly that one, because it's so obvious and so recognised. And for a player to have to jump to avert danger instead of playing for a contested ball for a dangerous action, yeah. They shouldn't be compromised for an illegal play. Because yeah, bit- if he goes for it, he actually is... Well, took Miller got 31 touches... Absolute superstar for him. And he risks, like, career-ending injury or significant injury for the rest of the year if he plays on that ball. I haven't seen this, actually. And Stu- what, Stewie Jews had a conversation about it. You've got the system here. You should pull the old... Um, oh, I can't believe I've lost his name. He's the only highest guy. In- oh, Joe Rogan, get up live. You're the computer man. Oh, mate, I can't do the... Yeah, no. <laughs> Wait. Too many things at one time. But, you know, Pies trailed by 14 points in the fourth and they've won by five. You know, it doesn't matter what. Good game of footy. Good yeah. game of footy. Pies are always in every good game of footy. Yeah. Darcy Moore's a bit there. 
Nah, he's all right. Yeah, you know, they had the hyper extension. Yeah, he put out the photo, I'm pretty sure, the next day or two saying, I'm all good. It's they all good. almost might be playing, him, I guess, the Roos already. Nah, it's a, I think it's a three to four week. And so, you know, um, Alistair Clarkson's now no longer going to be going to the Suns because Stewie Dew signed Stewie on. Stewie Dew, yeah. Good. It's going to be good. good. I think that is good too. And, um... Just while here, I actually have one more joke for you regarding uh, Collingwood. You want to hear this? Fuck, there'd be plenty, wouldn't there? I don't know. We'll find out, but I've got one for you. Now, what do Collingwood supporters use as protection for sex? Oh, no. Fuck. A bus shelter. Oh, that's oh, fucking oh, terrible. Come on, I love it. <laughs> Send us your my comments. I'll bring them in gracious. every week. Oh, my goodness gracious. <laughs> uh, let's move on. Richmond takes on West Coast and they've defeated them by 35 points at the G. And the Tigers... Did we really see this not coming? ...are back in the eighth. And not just the eighth, they've jumped the Swans and St Kilda into seventh. Yeah. Did we really see this not coming, though? Oh, yeah, I know. I think the Eagles actually put in a not a bad show. Yeah, well, Nick Nat came back from his knee injury, like we're saying. Tim Kelly had 40. I know. Great, great outing for him. But yeah. Nick Nat's also won the the hitouts, which is great for Kelly. Thirty-seven to thirty-one. That's Correct. exactly what Kelly needs. Someone yeah. giving him options to grab that ball and get it out of there. Yeah. Rewalt uh, kicked his three. Lynch two. Edwards two. Uh, Pickett, McIntosh, Bolton, and Baker all got two. All right. So just yeah, like I know you're saying you're not shocked by this. No. But if you open up your stats, have you got them on you right now? Some of them. Have yep. you gone to the team stats? Yep. So Richmond has won by 35 points. Mm-hmm. But look at who's won pretty much every single stat. Disposals, kicks, handballs, inside 50s, all West Coast. But efficiency, they haven't. All the inside 50s. And again, heatouts they've won. Clearances, centre clearances, centre stoppages. West Coast are winning these stats, yet they've still lost by 35 points. If you follow it down, when you get down into sort of the marks and contested marks, whatnot, that's where Richmond have come out clearly in front. Yep. But I'm surprised seeing a losing team to win those stats. Richmond do have to look at those stats. Richmond, uh, West Coast also need to realise um, the reason why they haven't won that, even though they've won those stats, is that what they didn't win was time in possession. So although they won all those other stats in the short term, yeah, Richmond actually still won holding the ball longer, actually having options and thinking what to do with it strategically. Yeah, playing a more strategic game than... So, you know, they really need to find a way to yeah win that stat, find time, space, options. But And they will. Yeah. They, they will come good once they make a decision on, at the end of the year on who they're keeping and who they're not. Shannon Hearn... There's a bit of, um, you know, there's a bit of an argument at the moment and a bit of a disagreement and conversation at the club apparently that Shannon Hearn wants to play on and the Eagles might not necessarily want him to. Okay. So there's all those sorts of things, you know. So I don't know. Um, but I thought good showing by the Eagles, better showing by. Um, by Richmond. Well, they're doing what I was saying you'd expect North to do. It's starting to show at least like slow legs, but hey, look, we're finding form. 
It's not as dire for our fans. But my, yeah, but my... We've got things to review, but we're not as hopeless as we were at the start. Correct. But my worry for the Eagles is that they can review all they like, but they've got hard decisions to make. So all these players that they're going to get rid of at the end of the year or potentially trade or whatever, um, they're going to be hard decisions and they need to wrap their heads around that. Yeah, well, they don't want to Probably have... uh, prior to, um, you know, round 18. Get four rounds into these young kids and let them play. Give them a preseason next year. Rah, rah. I don't know. I don't know. But that team's... That whole dynamic's going to change. They can't have that slow start again next year. They'd be no. terrified to have that happen again. And, you know, Simpson's not going anywhere. But if he wants to make sure he stays there, he's got to fix this as well. He's he's got to be part of the solution. Yeah. yeah. Um, Dusty Martin as well. You know he had seventeen touches plus eight score involvements, and then he's done his hammy. Jeez, they bloody turn on that that prick, don't they? Oh, you the media about what? fucking turns on and him, again, quick smart. It's Kano. I don't want to. I don't want to play Kano. in. I don't want to play in Richmond. Disdain you know, media. I want to go fucking to Sydney or wherever, somewhere where it's fucking quieter. And now out all of, of a sudden he's ignoring reporters and he's a fucking arsehole. Yeah, he wants out of the bowl. <laughs> fucking hell. He's been he like just doesn't want to speak to any of you pricks anymore. They're nasty words, that. though. He's like, you don't even say anything for your fans. I think the fans have accepted that he's just a quiet person who gets his head over the ball. And I'm sure internally if you get to that club, he's not so quiet. Yeah, probably. He's, it's very, yeah. But, yeah. Um, I don't know how he's just somehow, this is Volcano, Kane Corns. I don't know how he's somehow become more annoying than Caroline Wilson. Oh, no, he's not. No, he's not. I tell you, he's no, pushing he's not. it. I enjoy, I I enjoy cannot reading stand, some of his candor, but... I can't stand looking at that fucking raggedy old though. bitch. That's visual. Nah, the second I look at her and the second she opens her fucking mouth, I, I think I get more and more or lose more and more brain cells. How I, do you think I fucking hate listening to her. How do you think I feel as a North fan? She hates my team the most. Yeah, but you know who else hates your team? Damien Barrett. He fucking goes for your team. I know, but... Fucking hell. And also, um, just getting back on to current game, Rewalt, 3-2, plus also Crips for the Eagles. He's still good. Rewalt's still good. You'd still have him in that side. It was a crazy bit of um, theory here, but someone floated it this year. Well, yesterday, I'm pretty sure, that... um, Rewalt should maybe go to the Roosers. Oh, it was um, the bloke who does it with Dale Swan. Uh, Daisy. Dane Swan. Dane Swan. Uh, Daisy Thomas, sorry. Yeah. Uh, sure. Pretty sure it was sure. Yeah. Was saying that um, maybe he should go be a forward and finish off his days at the Roos just to help sort him out. Why would you want to, though? If you, were, if you were part of that. Leadership and something to just Coaching save, role, like, potentially. I also, you know. It depends where Sydney's, uh, Richmond's at. If they go, yeah, we're, we're not going to now make finals. We're going to have to start thinking about the next young group. And then they go, all right, well, if you want, let them offer you your money. And so you can be a little leadership and do a little coaching role there. Well, they're nowhere near that, though, Richmond at well, the moment. Have you seen you know that Wildebeest theory come out this week that they're all saying about with North being so low that players are poachable? And, you know, Suvalaki is one of the ones they're saying. You know, mm. Pye's saying they want him. I hope that's not what happens, but yeah. But to finish off this game, Steve Luston, a little strike in the goals. Luston, yes, 
Yeah. You got it. Went, we, yep. Yeah. And Hardwick, Hardwick said, oh, Hardwick said on 360, oh, we'll probably challenge it. And as they were watching it on 360, you could literally see Hardwick go, oh, nah. I think I fucked that up. I don't think we'll challenge that. Yeah, no, nah, no good. As clear as day. <laughs> yeah, Dodgy fucking hell. Right. Oh, I was sucking air on his knees. Yeah, 100%. <gasps> 100%. Uh, all um, right, let's move on. Let's right. get through these. Giants defeated the Hawks by 22 at Giant Stadium, and it yeah. was a wet, soggy match. It was. It was a... Putrid. Yeah, it was disgusting football. And But you know what's exciting about this game? Callum Brown kicks four goals in his fourth match. Yes. And he's an Irishman who used to play Gaelic footy. Yes. Yeah, you know, I like that. So do I. Because, uh, you know... He was pumped about it, too. Ginelli. Was it Ty Canelli from Sydney? Ty Canelli, yeah. He was the last electric Irishman we, like, Gaelic footy Irishman we had running around. I'm pretty sure one is... Because Tui's Irish, but he didn't play Gaelic footy, did he? Yeah, he did. As a superstar. Oh, well, there you go. All right. Eat my own words. But, yeah, um, I love that. I don't think I love a, Tui I as well. I think he was a superstar. That just Gaelic makes so much life. sense. But, um, yeah, he certainly played Gaelic footy. Yep. Um... Liked it too. Yep. But never went back, obviously. You know what I want to give praise to the Hawks as well, their defence? I think it was an overall team effort by the Hawks. But uh, they kept Toby Green goalless. Yes. And they've gone on to say that he's pretty much scored at least one goal in his last 28 matches, at least minimum. So to keep him goalless... Well it's done. Not, not bad. Because that scoreboard could have been a lot worse if he's on fire getting that ball, that option. 100%. 100%. Tom Mitchell, 35. He wants to stay at Hawthorne. Would you keep him? Yeah, I would. They need him. What about Jaeger Amira then? Keeping him? Ooh, I see where you're going with this. Mm. Yeah, I. Mm, okay. I don't know now. It's like my Pokemon cards. I so want to look at my photo and yeah, stats and go... Yeah. Um, Do you want to know I'll what's try out this there? One. Yeah. yeah. So Tom Mitchell and Jaeger O'Meara were the top two possession getters for Hawthorne on the weekend, mm. and I, I, and I think they genuinely have to get rid of one. Well, you're talking about this, but something significant happened to that midfield for Hawthorne on the weekend that's put those two boys under more pressure to perform, and that's Warple dislocated his shoulder. Oh, I know, poor bastard. And, you know, he's a running midfielder. Mm. So, you know, that's a significant loss. That's significant time off. And, you know, I don't know if this is his first shoulder shoulder injury, if he's prone to this or not. But um, if it's his first, that's that's not good. So watch that space. But I see what you mean with them. They've got these players. But, yeah, I think with what you're saying at the moment. They went after them hard as, as sort of replacements, I mm. think. But, um, and it hasn't quite worked out. Tom Mitchell hasn't had a... Uh, half the career that I think he would have had had he stayed at Sydney. Yeah, I agree. Yep. Um, um, they also um, didn't utilise going into their 50. Like, in I think the third term I read, they had nine consecutive inside 50s and they scored three points, I think, which could have been goals. And they only lost by 22 points. So, they, you know, they're... This is Hawthorne. They're losing thirty percent. Yeah, that's they're not giving themselves the best option there. Mm. You know, Sicily down back was again superb. Always, always. Um, John Newcomb. God, I love that guy. <laughs> he 
He's just so good. Yeah, I just keep reading about his name this year in regards to Hawthorne all the time. Yeah, he's going to be a gun. He really is. Um, another stat I saw coming out this week, um, most AFL wins for the last 50 years. Hawthorne wins. Yeah. 709. I was um, a bit surprised to see Carlton in that list. Yeah, Cats 681, Pies 644, the Don 618, Blues 610. Yeah. Yeah, last 50 years. Jeez. But, you know, you've got to think about those electric <clears throat> 80s and 90s and 70s. Well, actually, no. Gosh, 70s is out. It's only back to the, oh, no, just 70s. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, but you you got it. You had a good run for those first 30 years and then the early 2000s years have had mm. your slowdown. Yeah. But I'm not so. shocked. Um, You're a powerhouse for good reason. Um and what about McVeigh? So we're talking about Alistair Clarkson, but he's won three of his last six. And, you know, people are saying GWS is a better side, much more attacking. I'd love, to, I'd love to see him stay. I hope he does, but just the lure of Clarkson seems to be there. The lure, of, that's like never going to go. That's never going to go away. to go up north or Tasmania, but, I'll, yeah, see what he says. It's never going to go away. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where he goes. It's all speculation, but yeah, I'd love to see McVeigh stay at GWS. I would. Yeah, agreed. Uh, let's move on. Let's get through this one. Yeah, Dockers. Frio and Port Adelaide. Yeah, and the Dockers here defeat Port by eight here at Optus. Yeah. So I, and it's I, put them in the top four. I think the Dockers. Pretty solidly in the top four, I should say. Yeah, I think the Dockers played really well. I, I really do. Everyone... everyone has sort of said, oh, Frio aren't what they think they are and blah, blah, blah. Well, they just, they did what they had to do. And Port, realistically, so we t- we talk about this. So we talk about Port had a really great last quarter. But then on the same, on the flip side of that same coin, we then say teams take their foot off the accelerator and they put their cue in the rack and these sorts of things. So... I don't know. I think they played a, a really good, uh, really good game. Again, I think considering the fact that Fremantle was a top four side and Port uh, sitting pretty at about twelfth, I think it was somewhat a poor performance. Really? Yeah, I think you got your blinkers on. I think considering where they were, it should have been a better margin, and you know. Better win, you know, they've allowed, they were leading by 40 points at one stage, but then they've allowed Port to get four straight in a row, four goal straight, yeah. to get back within nine points. Yeah. Um, you can't be doing that as a team that's possibly going to finish in the top four to Port. And also, that's not necessarily in the final term. They really pulled off in the final term. They were very fortunate not to have walked away losing that match. Well, that, that was 30 points up for the majority of the third term. So they were 30 points up, and they have won by what, eight, nine? Yeah, eight. And they'll be thankful that Lobb had his career best five goals. Yeah, he did well, actually. But, yeah, I just think um, even even if we talk about Port, they had missed goals in the final minutes by Marshall and Gray. Yeah. Had they kicked those goals, they win again. Yep. So I, you know, I really think that could have all completely changed on the day. And sorry, I'm not not shit staring you on this one. No, no, that's, I'm just disagreeing no, no. on this one. Yeah, I think I think 
Port really need to lift their threatening levels. Port or? Ah, Frio, sorry. Frio. Their, their pressure acts, yeah. Their one percenters in particular. Yep. See that photo of um, Nat Fife this afternoon? I did not. Got the veins bulging out of him like a mini hog, like he's on the roids. Oh, but yeah, don't just while I'm off that stupid Done a lot point. of work. Done a lot of work, I'd, I'd say. Lob gets his five goals, but have you seen he's been talking about obviously moving interstate? He's been talking about it for three years. Yes, yeah, getting very close to happening now, though. Well, good. Like, oh, look at it. I knew you love him because we could talk about anyone changing, but I've never seen you get a little bit emotional. Like, good, let him go. No, no. Bitch, I hate you. No, <laughs> let it, if he doesn't want to, I'm, I'm a massive believer in... If a player doesn't want to be at your club, why would you keep them at your club? If you talk about culture, right, It's because this, this same thing happened to Bryce Gibbs at Carlton. Now, Carlton selfishly went, oh, we can't get the deal that we want. You're going to have to play another year at Carlton until your contract runs out. That's fucking stupid. Just if people don't want to be at your club, why would you let your culture be infected by that person that doesn't want to be there. You know what I think's happened? I've just realised what's happened for why you don't realise how much you love Fremantle as much oh, as you do. fuck. But Every for week. 20 years, you've struggled with Carlton, so you've got to enjoy the team winning. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you're West Australian, you hate the Eagles, and you enjoyed watching Fremantle get up. And they've had more success over the last but have decade. Frio had, over the last decade, you've had more wins. Have Frio had more wins? Over the last decade, certainly. You love them. I don't know whether or not they have had more wins. When I hang out with you, I'm going to record little key details when you talk about them, just <clears throat> to highlight. About Freo? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just to highlight your little quiet love for them. Okay. But, you know, more than finish- the Eagles. Yeah. I fucking hate the Eagles. Finishing off this game, Wines got 39. Yeah. But also, can Port make the eight? No. Ooh, they're on 28 points, and no. above them, everyone's on. 32 to 36. But yep. you've... You, yeah, no. No. Calling it out? Yeah. Cannot make it. Yeah, I think that's... They would have call. to do everything right and have everything else go wrong for teams above them. Well, yeah, and it's not easy. they got... This port's got um, Giants, Melbourne, Cats, Pies, Richmond, and Dons all coming up to finish the year off. So, yeah. They ain't making finals. They're no. over. They're cooked. 100%. They're done. Silly question. Bad call, Carrick. <laughs> Bad call, Kate. That's the round. That's the round. All right, let's do this. You want to talk some shit? You two can say my shit again. English, motherfucker, do you speak it? Yes. And you know what I'm saying. Talking absolute shit again. Let's, uh, let's talk about some shit. Oh, shit. Shit talk. Yeah, I've got nothing. You've got nothing. I, you meant to keep me informed, Kevin. All right. I'm, I, I tell you what I'm keeping you informed of. Alistair Clarkson. <clears throat> I hope that North seriously look at getting him back. Well, like I said to the potty earlier, he spoke earlier this year, I think in May, and actually credited the young list. Um, they're the things that North need to do if they want to secure players and have a hope of a future. Players wanting to play for him, earn his respect. It will change the culture. It's, they need culture change. In terms of okay, so but he really wants he really wants a team that's going to win. But like I said, he also wants dollar signs. 
Yeah. But I think he if he did say go to North, he'd need to hear a lot about that review from Jeff Walsh and see what changes he can do. Because like they said, the worst thing about Ruse being in this predicament is the fact that because of players, like obviously the reading reports of JHF not being happy, even though you see the photos, and we're only going off what the media says, and they don't let the truth get in the way of a good story, but you just keep reading about it. And obviously they've had sackings this year from their listing departments. CEO's been in trouble. They all say how he ruined Cricket Australia and now he's ruining North Melbourne. Sonia Woods only. What's his name? Um, ben, ben Amifrio, yeah. Amifario, whatever. You know, I just reckon, like, you can't lure players or coaches at the moment because they're just like, what is going on here? It's, like, toxic on every single level. And that's what I mean. Ruza, Ruza being destroyed. Like, normally a bottom team might be picked apart between the players and the coach, but we're lit- literally getting now bored. We're getting, like, the email come out this year from a high-ranking fan saying the CEO and Sonia would need to... Yeah, be walk sacked. away. <coughs> yeah, I just... Excuse me. I hope they could lure someone like Clarkson, but it's not much appeal. It'd have to be dollar signs. Or, that's, that's pretty fucking appealing. Or Clarkson will go, sorry, boys, you guys can't face it. Oh, you can't face the reality, but you will be going to Tasmania. So I will step into this role because... I'm going. Because we're going, going there. With you. <laughs> we're going there in a year or two. You just don't know it yet. But you've been shut down <laughs> quietly. Well, you never know. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know whether or not... Yeah, I, but I, yeah, I really hope that they look at that. Well, in Suns, a really serious manner, Suns off the table completely. Rutten finally having some wins. What do they do? Ooh, under contract oh, still. Fucking it's a off. real, real tough one. And yeah, it is a real tough a, one. That's a close one for. That's a close one for Clarkson, but also as then, an Essendon fan, you really just wanted them to fucking fail for the rest of the year, so they did fuck Rutten off. Yeah, uh, but then. McVeigh's playing good footy for, or coaching, coaching good, good footy, footy at GWS. So I don't know. He hasn't got as much options now, Clarkson. Mm. And also the other thing if about they the Roos, co- If they keep those existing The coaches. other thing about the Roos is how much does he love the club as he did used to play for him? Told you I got his signature, eh? Yep. You know the signature in my, that little autograph booklet I got done in 92, I think, at Auskick that I didn't get? Mick Martin. Rookie. It's the only one. I didn't get it. Someone collected and got them for me. He's a fucking legend. It's the only one I didn't get. Got it. I was listening to a story the other day, actually, about Alastair Clarkson. But before I say that, I'll um, speak about this. I heard Billy Brownless tell a story about McMartin the other day, and he reckons every time he lined up on McMartin, he used to shit himself. Yeah? Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely crap himself. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's a computer specialist now. Mick Martin. Yeah, he'll fix your computer for you. Oh, that would fucking, that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, he's a bit of a nerd. Yeah, wouldn't surprise me. Chunk from, well, I think it was Chunk from Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> well, one thing I did want to go on that you cut me off in regards to shit talk was the Ginevan training tackle. Yeah, that was fucking terrible. I spoke to a Pies fan about this. Who was he teaching? Do you know who the player was he was teaching? Uh, Looked like a tall player. I can't remember. Either way, so to highlight what you guys, what we've seen is... Plays in the back line, though. Pretty much showing how to duck and draw that arm over the shoulder to draw that high tackle. Yeah. And yeah, in this footage, you're literally seeing. I think him. it's older footage, though. Ah, it's still pretty bad. Like it's a, I said, it's you, not a good look. When I asked you this, though, when I sent it to you to discuss, I asked you, it's smart, but he's exploiting something within the rules. 
Should it be ruled out or do they have to pay it? Well, at or the moment, they... they have to pay it. But it's so obvious. I reckon once you see those bent knees, particularly, I just can't believe how often you read about this guy. They've got the footage to review and the umpires are still making these calls. Like, honestly... He's, yeah, but he's calmed it down a lot. He has you, calmed it down a heap. If you see them draw the free kick, they should say, you tried to draw a free kick. Like, literally just say, draw a free kick, play on. Like, they should just call it in. Like, they've already got rid of kicking in danger. And I see so many times when I watch... Yeah, it's pretty bad. I was it's like, pretty rare. I was like, I know you, no one wants to see this paid anymore, but I'm like seeing so many times when I played footy, something that would have been whistled and gone, kicking in danger. Cause Clayton Oliver got one tonight. He actually got a kicking in danger. He did. So rare. But that's a good rule. Yeah, I think it is because it breaks fingers. Yeah, and it hurts. And they're, they're getting close to hands now. But, yeah, that's what I mean. These rules are all over the shop. They are. They are. What else Gillen have you got McLaugh- for shit talk? Gillian McLaughlin's fault. Or Brad Scott. Oh, no, 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 not Brad Scott. It's, oh, it? No, it's Gillian McLaughlin's fault. Brad Scott doesn't write the rules. He just enforces them. Well, McLaughlin's nearly gone. Do they know what he's going to do yet? I don't know. I reckon it's the Commonwealth Games. If it hasn't been said yet, I reckon he's going on to do With something. his brother. His brother will be there too. Oh, yes, commentating. Yeah. Bit of nepotism going on there. Yeah. Go on, what else you got for shit talk? Well, something. Todd Goldstein. Now, you mentioned going to Geelong. Geelong. Now, I have it, not on great authority, but I have a rumour that Carlton are very much looking at him for... A one-year deal. Why not? As of next year. Because who's your, who's your Pitnet. main? Pitnet is our mm. main ruckman. But it would mean that we Having. wouldn't necessarily have to play um, De Koning as a full-time ruckman. That's good. Yeah, he could focus on his key area. So, yeah, I don't know. I, like, I, I fucking like the post because Goldstein's wicked. Well... As a tap ruckman, he's amazing. I'm not sure if he played full-time ruck against Geelong, but North won the hit-outs against Geelong, mm. 38 to 31. If you won the hit-outs, he would have played the majority, I guarantee That's it. what I'm thinking as Look well. Look his stat up. It'll be there. The hit-outs will be there. Let's do this. Whoop, whoop. Elevator music. Toddy Goldstein, here we go. Seven disposals. I'm not seeing his hit-outs. No. I'm just not seeing it. Ah, oh, bugger. Okay. Well, it is what it is. But if you won the hit-outs, you him, won man. the hit-outs. Take him. Oh, man, if if I had an opportunity to sign the deal, I'd sign the deal. I 100%. I would love to see that bloke hold up a premiership cup. Yeah, deser- well-deserved. More than I, More than Ben Brown. I don't like them brown, vegan weirdo. <laughs> Seriously. What's wrong with vegans? All sorts. All sorts. All they, sorts. Boy, I'll tell you what's wrong with vegans. They think they're not killing animals because, you know, I'm not eating that cow, that pig, whatever. I'm eating this lettuce. But as the farmers say, they have to kill so much vermin to make sure that lettuce ain't being eaten by rabbits and birds. I'm like, you vegans are killing more animals than I'm eating. Suck an egg, you moron. I always wanted to know. And we just lost no viewers because I'm pretty sure no vegan follows AFL. I always wanted to know what vegans fed their dogs. 
Oh, gosh, poor dog. Like, what do you feed them? Lettuce? Swear. I don't Ooh. know. Tofu biscuits? Rice. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. Do you cook all their food, like rice um, and veggies? That's shit, man. There has to be some form of meat in there for dogs, surely. God. They're meat eaters. That's horrible. You can't make that choice. This is why I don't that. like vegans. So This is why I don't like Ben. So, okay, so speaking of fucking... dog shit. All right, so speaking... Speaking of vegans, right? So you know that Tash Peterson? Oh, the one who always gets a boobs out of like yeah. Gucci and stuff. The Perth, yeah. the Perth Peter whore that like. So she was standing. Everyone. Well, she was standing out the front of Macca's the other day. You saw her? No, no. I was no. going to say, oh, whoa! You should have so, seen her. And one of our friends, yours and my friends, mm-hmm. um, has a child that, um just happened to be standing in front of her and she put this video up of her protesting and he was having a chat um, and I messaged him. He was he, he articulated himself well, um, but I messaged our friend and I said, hey, um, is this your boy? And... He couldn't fucking believe it. He said, I'm going to fucking kill him. <laughs> I'm literally going to kill this kid. So she was, what was she protesting this time? Fucking eating McDonald's. Damn, I love McDonald's. So one of these kids, I won't say the school, but it's a so it's a um, prominent boys' school mm. in Perth. Uh, one of these kids was giving her a bit of stick and she was fucking telling him that, He's a bit of an idiot because he eats meat. So he walked into McDonald's and got himself a burger and ate it in front of her. I love that. And and it was great. It's like the people get like KFC at the vegan protests and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I, yeah, I just had to tell you that story. I thought it was funny. But, um, yeah, this our friend totally went off just from ben could not believe it. Well, it was Clearly on, on vegans, vegans. That we need to vent it a bit. Um, but, yeah, that was just a, a funny old story. Yep, um, let's um, quickly do our tips for this round. That Wait up, so who's who's winning the Coleman? I just want to know that. Oh, Cameron. Cameron or Hawkins? I reckon Hawkins is. Well, actually, yeah, apologies, Hawkins. All right. Is he? Yeah, is I he actually. Yeah, I'm going to go Hawkins. I know you want me to say maybe your boy McKay. No, no, no. He'll be nowhere near it. He's missed too many games. Oh, is that right? Yeah, no, I'm uh, going Hawkins for sure. Charlie Cameron. Really? Yep. Charlie Cameron, 35 goals. Nah, Hawkins. Hawkins, Hawkins, Hawkins. No, that's, see, that's not right. I've clicked on that. That says Charlie Cameron, 35 goals, 16 more rows, and I've clicked on that, and it now says... Ah, see this Now is- it says... Jeremy Cameron, number one. Charlie Curnow, number two. See, this is why you shouldn't drink beer while podcasting. <laughs> no, this is why Google needs Google to tell me the right, the right fucking things. I am drinking a um, Mexican homebrew. How much percent? Uh, I think it's about... I think that's about five and a half. And you finished a litre pitcher while we've been going. Shh, don't tell anyone. Well, they've got to make it to the end of the podcast to hear that. Well, that's And right. I don't think your missus is going to hear it. So you're off the hook. <laughs> oh, she won't be faced. Um, Tom Hawkins on 42, but mind you, that'll look a little bit different as of tonight and it'll look a little bit different after the weekend as well because Charlie Colonel will 
Charlie Kernow will obviously play. Mm. Um, Aaron Norton, Tom Lynch, Max King, not far behind. Yeah. 40, 39, and 38, respectively. All right, tips. All Let's right. do it. Let's run through it. Let's so get obviously it you had the Cats in Melbourne. I would have gone the Cats. <laughs> yeah, I would have gone that too. Um, so, But we'll obviously not give it to us. But then we've got uh, tomorrow, Sydney versus the Dogs at the SCG. And we'll go with the sports bet. $1.60 Swans to $2.28 Dogs. Yeah, I think, the, I think the Swans get up there. It's going to be a close game. I'm going to... Oh, I will go Swans because of where it's located. But... I'm going to put it down within under 10 points. You're under 10? Yeah, I reckon it'll be a close game. Yeah, I think they bounce back. It's, and they... Dogs have their own problems. three or four Dogs goals. have their own problems, but they've still got good players. Yeah, I think they win by three or four goals. Um, all right, moving on to Saturday. We have um, Pies taking on North at the EEG. Pies paying a dollar to North 13. Of course, you've got to go Pies, no doubt. Yeah. Boring game. You'd assume. Um, you would assume, yeah. Yeah. Suns are taking on Tigers. At... I think this will be a better game than what it reads as. Well, what are they paying it at? So, well, yeah, Suns $1.96 to Richmond $1.84. Yeah, 11th I'm, versus 7th, though. I'm going. I'm going, Suns. I'm torn, but I but I really want the Suns to have a win. So, I'm, I'm going to go Suns because... Because my, my heart tells me Suns, but I... It won't surprise me if Richmond get up. Um, St Kilda taking on the Dockers at Marvel no. and both paying a buck ninety. Frio win this, I think. I'll go Fremantle as well. They've shown they can play well away. Now. Yeah. Um, moving on to the evening as well. Uh, Port taking on the Giants at Adelaide Oval. Uh, Port, the favourites here with dollar thirty-seven to Giants three bucks. I'm going Port. Uh, yeah, Adelaide Oval. I'm going Port. Uh, both bottom eight or middle bottom eight. Sort of, well, it's 12th versus 13th. Yep, there but, you yeah. go. Um, yeah, I'll go Port. Right onto it, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> literally what it says on the old AFL Apparini. Uh, Lions taking on the uh, Dons at the Gabba. $1.28 for the Lions to $3.70. Dons, I'm pretty confident in the Lions here. Yeah, uh, I think, they play pretty well at home this year. I think the conversation starts happening about Ben Rutten again after next week. Yeah, unless they put in a competitive performance at the Gabba. I don't think. But that, yeah, I don't think fingers crossed for them gonna if they can help them there. Another close one here: fifteenth first fourteenth. Uh, Hawthorne taking on Adelaide at Marvel. Hawks dollar fifty six to Crows two dollars forty three. Mm-hmm. I I'm going to go Crows as an upset on this one. I'm, I don't think it's. Um, much of an upset. I've gone Adelaide as well. All right. I don't, I, yeah, I don't think it's. I don't think it would be an upset. Well, it wouldn't be an upset for me. I'm tipping Adelaide because I believe Adelaide will win. So it wouldn't be an upset if mm. for for mine. Very nice. Well, we're in agreement on that one. And final game of the round. And I'm surprised you're not going to this. Yeah. I even told you today, Ku Defeat is going to be at Empire Bar. Who is a fucking legend? But yeah, no, you're missing out. It's um, Eagles yeah. taking on Carlton. At Opta Stadium Sunday afternoon, and Eagles three dollars twelve to Carlton dollar thirty seven. I think Carlton win it. Mm. Um, I'd love to see them win it convincingly, but I don't think they're going to. I think if the Eagles put in uh, efforts like they have last couple of weeks, I think it'd be a more competitive game than what we 
realise, but I think Carlton get it done. Who has a better nickname for a premiership? Fremantle or Carlton? Flagmantle or Flaggers? I think Flaggers. Flaggers. Flaggers is way better. <laughs> yeah, flag I'm not, not a fan way. of that flag man to a. Oh, shit. Do you know what I'm not a, also not a fan of? What? Flag flag pies? I've not heard that. That is shit. <laughs> that is. I'm not a fan of the flag pies thing. No, either. flaggers is good. Flaggers is good It because it makes sense. Flag pies doesn't make sense. Flag mantle is dumb. That, so, that's the worst. The flag mantle one is the worst. I'm so jealous. North have like the worst nickname. Kangaroos. Well, we've got You've good got nicknames. You've got the fucking coat of arms. Yeah, I know, and they say Shinburn's that, but the current nickname that we all get from everyone, and even places pumping out memorabilia and stuff that aren't official merch, it's like North, N-O-R-F, North. <laughs> I just what? hate that. North, N-O-R-F. Your club's not putting that out. No, no, it's unofficial, but that's what oh, I mean. Like, fuck that's That's hell. our nickname, North. Yeah. That's uh, weird. Hate it. Can't that's, it. Yeah, that's fucking bizarre. I don't know why you do that. Yeah, it's a shit nickname. N O R F. Is that yeah. it? N O R F. Yeah, that's what we get trolled with. Yeah, that's fucking weird. So, yeah, Who are you going there? Carlton or the Eagles? Oh, Carlton for sure. Carlton. Sorry. So well, I don't think easy. we're. Oh, although we're the same. We're the same. The you whole know way. What? I'm going to go controversy because it'll be good. I'm going to go the Eagles on this one. Oh, you fucking would. No, I wouldn't do it just for silliness. I reckon Eagles are playing some good footy. It is Optus. And no, I think it'd be competitive. Carlton's being a bit rocked. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Is that a wrap? Yeah. All right, so I get to say my bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Anyways, adios.